Washed up, boy. To the Washed Up Ladies and Gents, welcome back to another episode of the Washed Up Boys. I'm KG. Yo, 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 it's your boy C. Rose. Hey, G, man, what's popping this week, man? Uh, what's going on this week? Nah, you know, man, it was, it was a laid back week. It was uh, the wife's birthday, so um, actual birthday uh, was on Thursday. So we just kind of laid back a little bit, chill, um, got her favorite uh, dinner lined up. And we just kicked it, man. Just enjoyed ourselves. What was oh, good man. with y'all this week? And to, hey, happy belated birthday, man! Yeah, definitely man. Uh, show the love from the podcast, man, and all the yeah, listeners. All right, all right bet, bet, yeah, man. <laughs> what what y'all had going on this week? Oh uh, man, it was pretty relaxed too, man. It, it uh, didn't have too much going on. You know, work was actually pretty pretty chill um okay. the end of the week we had a couple challenges come up but um <laughs> you know how that go i already understand uh, but uh other than that man uh the kids with the grandparents again uh <laughs> so it's been another free week oh man jackpot uh, yeah man so me and the wife been kicking it uh, we've been taking daily walks man Oh yes, what's up, man? Letting yeah. the letting the neighborhood smell your cologne, huh? Yeah, man. I'm trying to get out there doing a little something. something you know? right. I'm not gonna lie. I work out before she get home, so that way I, I, I get the real workout in. And, yeah, you know, I go walking with her. So, so what y'all doing on these walks? Y'all just catching up, chatting, making yeah, plans. Man. man, it's actually pretty cool, man, because we actually get opportunity to talk about our day, and you know, yeah. the biggest thing when you come home, you want to vent somebody about <laughs> what's oh, going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we'll take the time to do that, and then of course the miscellaneous uh, conversations come up. But other than that, man, it's just really venting and kind of you know getting the day out. You know, you know how mm-hmm. that goes. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's always good to get those types of talks uninterrupted. Right. You know, uh, we kind of miss those times. The only time we get it is like late at night once Kennedy's down to sleep. But now, are you about passed out at this time too? Yeah, but you know, I gotta keep the eyes open and listen. You know, give the wife for a couple minutes to vent. You know how I go, man. Hey, yeah, man. Happy wife, happy life, right? Oh, all day, bro. All day. <laughs> so that's what's up, man. So uh, y'all got anything planned this weekend? Uh, I think it's gonna be a pretty chill weekend this weekend, man. Mm-hmm. We had her um community family reunion. First time I've ever heard of that. What is that? So basically. The community, it was the first annual, but mm-hmm. the community where everybody in the community comes out to this, you know, one area, you know, where they have just a bunch of space and uh, get their tents, get their coolers. Uh, they had a couple, uh, then they had a kickball game going on. They had, okay. uh, you know, the little trucks with the video games. They had that out there. Uh, bounce houses for the kids. Um Sack races, so man, it was something for the kids. Hey, now you know they had the barbecue. Oh yeah. Um, so man, it was just a chill, just relaxed time, man. Like it was just a real good time, man. So that was dope, man. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, so y'all had the family reunion, I guess, for the family, family the week before, and our community family reunion. So that's different. That's tight, though. I guess right, that's right, what summer's right. for. Absolutely, man. Just to get yeah. out, you know, have a good time. But yeah, um, but yeah, man, it was cool. I can definitely yeah. say that. 
right, all right. Dope, bro. So um, I know we uh, we both got to watch Space Jam last week. Um, you know, I guess first I'll ask you, what did you think about it? Because, I mean, this movie's getting a lot of heavy critiquing and debating. There's a, lot of, a lot of debating's going on for a movie that was meant for children, but... I don't now, know. Are you asking me do I like one or two, or are you just asking me? No, nah, we ain't like comparing. Two? We ain't comparing. Just how you okay. like the other um, new one. I mean, it was entertaining, man. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I enjoyed is, you know, I guess at the basketball game part of it on the black court or whatever court they had made up. Mm-hmm. I like how the characters were around. Yeah. Oh, watching. Okay. Yeah, just seeing yeah. the characters from back in the day you haven't seen in years. <laughs> right. Uh, pop up on the screen, man. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, overall movie, um, I, I, I give it a B minus, C plus. You know? Okay, yeah. I mean, it wasn't greatest, but you know, it was entertaining. You know, yeah. yeah. And you know, I guess we had to think about this is a movie definitely for eight year olds. You know, Correct. children. It's not meant for our old ass. Correct. <laughs> and I think that's where the misconceptions coming into a lot yeah. of this critique. So. But I know I listen. You know, some of my listeners gonna have something to say about that. So you know how that goes, right? But you know, I was kind of surprised to see like Don Cheadle in it. You know, I was like, wow, they actually got like some real actors in this, and he was playing a bad guy. So you know, watching that question popped in my head. I was like, if you could play one villain in a classic movie, who would it be? Bro, you probably gonna laugh at me, man. Here we go. I already know you, man, because. You know, I'm going to come off the wall. Like, I'm going to come with... So, you're going to be like, what? But you may say, I probably figured. So, I'm going to go with... And I know he got beat, but it's cool, though, because just his swag was just, bro, a thousand. All right, hit us with it, bro. You didn't give us his long-ass <laughs> intro. <laughs> Ivan Drago, bro, from Rocky Four. Oh, What? Yes. I wouldn't believe it. You hated that dude, man. I, I, bro, but I think that's why I really, that's my favorite movie of all time. I know. We had to. <laughs> it's because of the cool villain. Um, Now, you know, I had to bring a second choice. You know, I'm going to bring something extra. So of y'all know how I am. But um, just who I thought was just cool. And it's going to sound weird. And I ain't talking about on the other side of the spectrum. But the Joker was pretty cool, bro. I'm not going to lie. The, the uh, new one, I think. I think that's what it is. The new one? Oh, he the... was wild as hell. You really, like, caught me off guard, bro, with your choices. <laughs> but Ain't Ivan Drago, cool bro, is my... Yeah, <laughs> Ivan Drago, yeah, that's my guy. That should do. Best villain ever, bro. Okay. Now, I know you're going to come with something solid, you know, for the people. Yeah. So, yeah, I got the best villain ever, bro. I guess I don't even look at him as a villain, but, I, you know, by the way the movie was made, he was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Alonzo in Training Day, played by Denzel Washington. I, I'm solid, bro, and I can see now, that. that was a you. swagger brother, you hear me? Yeah, I can see that with you, too, though. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Like, that fits you perfect. Classic line of all time. King Kong ain't got bleep on me. Come on, bro. You <laughs> don't get much your, better than is that. Is that your favorite line in the movie? No. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite lines of all movies, bro. For real? Hell yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That movie was pretty good. It was actually pretty long, but every minute of the movie was like... Action-packed, action bro. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that whole monologue when he was going off at everybody in the hood is dope. So that's definitely a classic, man. Now, how did, we don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but how did you feel about Denzel playing a bad guy? Yeah, so that was very different for him, you know. Um, but I, I think it just showed his greatness, bro. A man can, uh, yeah. you know, you can put him in any box and he can cook. You're right, though. And that's why he's my goat. Uh, he's the greatest all time. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, man, so moving on. So as we <clears throat> discussed previously, there's a shortage of chicken wings and restaurants have had to adapt. Well, Taco Bell just announced that they are facing a severe shortage on ingredients, which will cause for their menus to be limited. Also, Star- yeah. also, Starbucks announced that they are short on a number of items, including oat milk. Wow. Well, I haven't really thought about any of that until it affected my dinner the other night. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Chick-fil-A is limiting, limiting the number of sauces that they give me. Bro, now I'm kind what? Of panicking. Now I'm kind of panicking, dog, because if Chick-fil-A is having issues, it's just a matter of time before these other inferior restaurants get affected. Because Chick-fil-A, I ain't going to lie, bro. They're at the top of my totem pole, man. I ain't going to lie. It's Jesus' restaurant, bro. Like, nothing <laughs> bad is supposed to happen to this. So I got to thinking, <clears throat> outside of water, what are some food items that would cause you to panic if there was a shortage on them? Bro, I'm not going to even lie. First, off the rip, don't have to think. If they have a shortage on seafood, bro, like everything in the sea, bro, I'm gonna have a problem. Everything in the sea, bro, I can't survive without seafood. Like, I think my mom ate so much seafood while she was pregnant with me oh. to the point where I could eat this stuff probably five out of the seven days of the week, easy. easily. Yeah, maybe six, depending. <laughs> okay, but other things that would include. My kryptonite chocolate chip cookies, fresh baked. If they had a shortage on dough or chocolate chips or anything like yeah. that, oh, bro, it'd be a problem. Though. I, I got to have it. Got to. You got to. I feel you. And last but not least, lemonade. If they have a shortage on lemons, oh, damn. I'm in trouble, dog. I hear you, bro. You nah. don't get no argument for either one of those on my list. But <laughs> for me, man. Yeah, for me, it's potatoes and ice cream. Or I guess whatever is used to make ice cream, so the dairy. Um, Wait, like like milk, ice cream, yeah. everything mm-hmm. just combined or just the ice cream? Ice cream, so all the ingredients, I guess, that go in ice cream. If any one of those is missing, I'm, I'm, I'm in <laughs> trouble, boss. I'm in trouble, boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be some furniture moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be all bad news for your boy, man. So, um, yeah, you hear me? <clears throat> so, man, let's uh, let's move on, man, and uh, get into the four one one of the week. Four one one of the week. <laughs> Lots of COVID talk out here in these streets, dog. Uh oh. The Delta variant is here. And it's kicking ass and taking names, dog. Bruh, wait. Now, is this the new COVID, basically? It's the latest variant, man. The, the original, I guess, COVID virus has mutated. And now we got this version of it. And uh, <clears throat> just kind of list a few of the, 
the cause, the changes that we've seen recently. Florida hospitals are returning to numbers that we saw during the peak days of COVID, mm-hmm. um, along with other states that rank low on vaccination rates and mask wearing. Um, my city here, Austin, Texas, is just today we moved back to the stage four guidance of uh, COVID-19 cases. Um, so health officials are actually urging people to wear masks, uh, and that's whether you're vaccinated or not. And uh, NFL teams just said that, uh, or the NFL just said that if teams have a COVID breakout due to unvaccinated players, then that team will have to forfeit the game, cover all additional expenses incurred by the other team, and players on both teams will lose their game check for the week. Wow. And, yeah. And so, and then today, right before this, the Vikings and the Patriots have each let go of an assistant coach because they refused to get the vaccine. Bro, this is crazy right now. Yeah, and last but not least, France is now requiring proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests to enter restaurants, cafes, museums, sports arenas, movie theaters, amongst other things. Bro, so So, this is for real. Yeah. You basically got to have a car to walk around. It's it's look like we're going that route, man. So I don't really think the I know this country, and I don't think the world could go through another shutdown or quarantine. But there's there's just too much money at stake. So I think we're at the point that it's just going to be Darwin's survival of the fittest theory. So you think so? I think so, man. You think they could shut down the world again? Man, that sounds like Walking Dead. You talking like that? Uh, hey, man. I don't know, bro. I just can't see it happening again. So I think whether you're vaccinated or not, I think you just got to mask up, pay attention to your hygiene, and take your vitamins, bro. Man, that's it. And stay out the way. Stay that's, home. Yeah. 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 If you ain't really got nowhere to go. If you ain't got to be out there. So what kind of was moving towards, man. <clears throat> that's crazy, bro. And just to think, like, three, four years ago, everything was popping. Like, it wasn't. You not even three or four years ago, two years ago, you know. <laughs> like this is crazy, though. Yeah. yeah. And my thing is like, like you said, my thing was talking about this last week. It's starting to affect people mentally. Like people about to go nuts. Dog, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we could do another shutdown quarantine. Like that, bro. I'm just thinking right now, just because people pretty much not getting back on their feet, but you know, mm. they pretty much. Getting to that point where they kind of turning the curve a little bit, yep. you know yep. what I mean? Yep. And then it's like now I gotta start all, I gotta run the lap all over again. Right. Whew. It's tough, man. And, and then, then uh, you know, a stat that I caught my eye was a uh, life expectancy in the U.S. fell by one and a half years, and that's the steepest drop since World War Two. What? So yeah, so we could think. You know, a lot of that is coronavirus. And uh, the biggest, like, like uh, drop we saw was in the Hispanic community. They dropped by three years. Black people dropped by an average of 2.9 years. Um, and white Americans, their life expectancy fell by 1.2 years. So Bro, this is the crazy stat. Yeah, man. It's the lowest that um, we've seen since 2003. So. Bro, that's, that's nuts. That's tough to swallow, man. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah, it's a little nervous, but uh, you know, yes, like I said, what can and I do wonder here? if our listeners, man, like I, I, 
I, I really want to get their perspective on do they think we can handle another shutdown? Like, just to think about that. That that, mm-hmm. that would be nuts. Yeah, man. Yeah, all bad news. But enough of COVID talk, man. It's yeah, getting man. so old. We'll right. get a little good news. I guess good news if you're what a you Milwaukee got? Bucks fan. Uh, they won their first championship in 50 years on Tuesday night. Giannis Antetokounmpo was named MVP after a dominant finals performance. It has to make you wonder if we're seeing a passing of the torch from LeBron James. Man, first of all, I want to congratulate you on pronouncing his last name because I couldn't do it. I couldn't oh, do it. you got that, bro. I believe in you. Man, ain't no way, bro. But, <laughs> I, hey, I appreciate it, though. I appreciate it, bro. But shout out to Bucks, man, in Milwaukee, dog. Like, yeah. That's, like, just to, just to think we say in Milwaukee, though. The NBA champs. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And, you know, as fans of a small market team ourselves, you know, we're fans of Orlando Magic. It gives us hope, man. Right. One day. One uh, day. I'm still praying. I'm still. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bring that up. When they missed them free throws. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we good on that, bro. Yeah, I ain't going to talk about <laughs> it. You ain't got to choose hey, violence. did you see where uh, Giannis went, I guess, the next day? And what he ordered. When he yeah, he went Chick fil A and got 50 nuggets. He said, not 49, not 47, <laughs> 50 piece. I know they ain't give him one sauce. <laughs> Almost slapped the manager, tried me like that. <laughs> but I saw that, man. You think you could take 50 piece nugget down? Oh, I'm taking one sitting? Hand, bro. That's easy. Hey, yeah, man, that's light work, a- bro. Hey. I need a fry and a lemonade on the side. We ain't about to all that. Light ice. <laughs> okay. Okay. That <laughs> lemonade. You, know you like you like Chick-fil-A lemonade? Bro, me and my baby, my queen, we always had this debate because she thinks it is the nastiest stuff in the world. And I think this is the greatest concoction on earth, dog. Like, like that. It, it's straight to me. I have to get my water down. So when I order, I do like 60% lemonade, like 40% water because it is sweet, bro. Bro, I love every second. Just give me the light ice, dog. Mm. That's all I need. You can feel the diabetes trying to move <laughs> through your body, bro. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, give me that large cup, man. You got to give me that. <laughs> But you know, I got to mention, dog, that uh, you basically jinxed Chris Paul, man. After you shot it, him out. That That's week, horrible, bro. He Don't proceeded to play the worst, bro, and they lost four straight after you shot no, him out. No, as soon as I said it, man, am I a curse? <laughs> Ooh, don't shot me up, bro. <laughs> hey, now you got all the listeners saying, "No, nah, I'm good, bro." I'm just yeah, listening. right. Do not shout me out, dog. Man, that's just crazy, bro. Like four straight, though. Mm. That hurt. Now, my thing is, you think he gonna switch teams? Because um, talking about him going to the Lakers now. Yeah, I've been hearing that too, man. And unfortunately, if you're the Suns, like, can you justify paying Chris Paul, uh, giving him a big three or four year contract at his age? Not right now. I don't think so either. I mean, it won't be popular with the fans because you know they see Chris Paul has led them to the to the cusp of a finals championship. But let's just be real, bro. If it wasn't for the injuries, the Suns aren't there. They don't even beat the Lakers if AD doesn't get hurt. So correct. Yeah. So I think it'd be a bad investment. The Suns brought them back. Yeah, I mean that's why I think I think he's gonna end up going 
Lakers, you know, getting a minimum deal, trying to get a ship, going and chasing a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so man, I actually saw some crazy news. Man, I felt so bad for this family. So back in 2014, a family from Washington D.C. purchased 3,000 Ethereum coins. Um, and for our listeners who aren't too hip on that, it's a type of cryptocurrency, uh, probably second only to Bitcoin and popularity, mm-hmm. and they like I said they bought three thousand of these coins back in two thousand and fourteen, and what an investment this was, as it is now worth five point eight million dollars. What the family is ready to cash out, but unfortunately cannot access the funds because they do not have the JSON file, and all that is, is essentially like a private key to pop the lock, I guess. And now they are fighting in international courts with hope of getting this resolved. Dog, this would be uh, my worst nightmare, dog, to just see $5.8 million every time you open this app and you can't get it. It's just looking at me right in the face. Like, hey, 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 y'all. That'd make you want to do something crazy. Bruh, 5.8? Just sitting there, dude. You know you don't have to work after that. Man. I mean, you may have yeah, a little you, steady little, you know, but... Yeah, if you if you do it right, they'll probably have to leave D.C. because I, I don't think you live in that city with just 5.8 and not doing something. But you invest it right, yeah, you could definitely live a great life. Oh, that is nuts, man. It's so tough, man. Now, is there any push right now? Are they, are they at a standstill? Do you know, you know anything about that? Um, no, I just know they're in the international courts in Switzerland, and um, I don't know if you know, but when you go to international courts, the fees get like insane. So even if they were to win, a good chunk of that money is gonna be taken away. But um, I, I what the the who they're suing, they basically just saying, you know, hey, it's not our fault that you know you didn't get what you needed, which is essentially this key at the time of purchase. So they're basically saying that falls on the shoulder of the consumer. That is nuts to hear, man. Yeah. So I really don't, if I had to guess, I I don't see this being resolved. I think they just got to eat it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, their story isn't uncommon. There's been a lot of other people who misplaced their passwords or, you know, um, whatever because a lot of people did buy this in the early 2010s mm-hmm. and you know you're moving and grooving 10 years later you see your your investment pop off and you're like oh, what did I do with that password so their story isn't uncommon that is nuts bro yeah. I'm just thinking about this bro dude it'd be hard to phone. sleep I know yeah. it ain't me <laughs> right dude right Damn. so uh yeah man so we'll move on man uh Coach, you know, make sure I emphasize Coach Deion Sanders right. walked out of his football conference's media day after a reporter called him by his first name instead of Coach Sanders. Let's take a listen to the video and you let me know who's right or wrong. All right, let me check it out. What's up? You're up. Hey, Deion, I was just wondering if you could. Oh, uh... hold on, let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Deion. I call Nick Saban, Nick. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's a lie. If you, if you call Nick Nick, you know you'll get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. Thank you, Dion. 
Um, just, uh... So what's your thoughts on that? Man. Dion, Dion being a, a, a diva, or is he... Call he's right. me Coach Sanders. Okay. Man, look, like, I, I, I understand how it came off to people. That's cool. I'm doing respect me for what I'm doing. Just like you want me to respect you as a reporter or anything else, journalist, whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, that's my thing. It's just equal respect. But, I mean, I see how people could say how he came off, but call me Coach Sanders. It's hard for me to even understand the other side on this. It's just, especially if someone requests that you call them Coach Sanders, I don't see, I don't think that's unreasonable. Bro, first of all, I think all, it's an underlying meaning. I don't want to go back into. I think so too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's what Dion's kind of hitting at. Like, hey, you give Coach Saban this respect. Why can't you give me my respect as well? Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Like, I'm just gonna say that. Remember that whole uh, when they was talking about LeBron shut up and dribble and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, we're not like people only see Dion as Dion. Yeah, and they can't do that, you know. And you know that 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 can't become the stigma. Um, it has to be a you know a breaking point. And I think, like I said, Dion walked out, and you know somebody got to do it. Yep. And I think Dion is the perfect example. I honestly believe so. So, hey. Yep. Just remember, man. Disrespect. You don't have to tolerate that. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So Absolutely. if you felt disrespected, hey, I move on. I thought he was classy about it. He could have went ignorant, custom, you know, right. out deeply. So especially, I respect the way he moved with it. And, it. and especially knowing the, I think, the underlying meaning. Like I said, I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but yeah. knowing that part of it, yeah, he could have easily just went and slapped Yeah, off. yeah. And the reporter was, to me, was just so disrespectful about it, you know? Even the way right. he called him Dion again at the end. Like, okay, now you're just antagonizing the man. Exactly. <laughs> it's a difference. Yeah. So, props to Coach Sanders. I like the way he, he moved on that. Not mad at all. I'm going to say it one more time for the for the people. Call me Coach Sanders. Too easy. For real. All right, we're going to take a quick break before we get into the deep dive. Be right back. All right, and we're back. So, uh, Pell, let's get into this culture talk. Culture talk. Hey, I ain't going to lie. This is, one of, this, this is one of my favorite segments that we got. Okay. Code switching. Does it make you feel fake? And uh, I guess, you know, for those that don't know, the definition is of code switching is adjusting one's style of speech, appearance, behavior, and expression in ways that will optimize the comfort of others in exchange for fair treatment, quality service, and employment opportunities. Bro, I ain't changing nothing. Like, now, am I going to, you know, understand where I'm at? As far as in, you know, if I'm in a work environment, if I'm with my, my friends or if I'm with coworkers, I'm never going to change who, you know, Chappelle or C. Rose is. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I feel like when it comes to that part of it, this is why I get hyped because, you know, it's always something that can correlate to what I've seen or experienced. Like, one of my pet peeves are someone like, like, like someone who 
maybe changes up their speech or changes up how they maybe dress or, well, not even dress because, you know, you have to dress certain ways depending on where you're at. Obviously, you want to keep it in moderation, but um, my thing is, man, like, yeah, maybe it's the whole, the one of my things that come up is the whole talking a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like, hey, if you're in a work environment, obviously use perfect, you know, grammar, perfect, you know, pronunciation, because, you know, you are being professional. But I don't feel like you have to change your tone of voice or, you know, change how you're articulating, not articulating, but how you're delivering it. I feel like you should be true to yourself when it comes to maybe you have a raspy voice. Maybe your voice is deep. Maybe your voice is high pitch. You know, you're, you're comfortable with who you are and how you sound, if that makes sense. Man, so I think we're on uh we sit on different sides of the fence on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta actually push back. Mm-hmm. I just keep it real. I I think think you've been a little disingenuous. I've mm-hmm. been around you mm-hmm. when it's just you and I. Yeah. I've been around you when it's me, you and you know, an older person. Mm-hmm. Just say, You code switch, bro. Think so. I think it's natural. You turn off, you know, you don't curse when we're around elders. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. That's oh, that's so- changing your son. You stop using slang that I understand because, you know, they might not. So we oh. change our language. Okay, so you okay, so you're looking at it as any kind of change when it comes to it's that a particular switch. person. Yeah, yeah, I know when you walk into your, your nine to five, when you walk through that door, you ain't see Rose, bro. I agree with that, but I will say this when it comes to, I think I hit on it a little bit. I'm still going to be who I am. Okay. I'm not going to change, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my bad. Like, I'm not going to change, like, what I represent or. Okay. Now we're talking. Now I agree with you on that. I'm not going to change the core, my core, who I am. Right. Yeah. So I believe I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. Um, but absolutely, I code switch when I'm at work. I code mm-hmm. switch when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, man, it's rare for the people who really know know me. My right. wife knows me. Right. My best friends know me. Right. My mom knows me. Outside right. of that, I don't really show everyone my best self because they don't really deserve it. Right. You know. Um, I, I got you. Yeah, I played it. I played a corporate America game. Mm-hmm. Um, do I feel fake for it? Not necessarily because I do my at my core, like I said, I'm always the same person. But of course, my style of speech changes when I'm in these corporate boardrooms. They don't, they want to understand, you know, a five minute conversation that you and I have when we're just, mm-hmm. you know, just shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do I change my appearance? A hundred percent. Okay, I you know, when I'm with oh, you, yeah. bro, you know, I'm wearing basketball shorts and a tee, you know, right? right I'm not wearing right. that at work, you know, Absolutely. My, you know, um, but yeah, so I, I think, I think we do code switch. I mean, you know, just to call it what it is, I don't, mm-hmm. I know we think of code switch and we think of it from a, a minority perspective, right? Um, I have, I have white friends, I think that code switch, you know, yeah. I have. I have some, you know, white buddies who are, you know, quote unquote, you know, rednecks and mm-hmm. they like to wear their camo and chew tobacco. Mm-hmm. They know they're mm-hmm. not doing it at work, though. Right. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. there's a there's a certain 
there's a certain behavior appearance that we have to project once we're in certain places. Right. If you want to be, if you want to be treated a certain way. I got, okay. Now when you put it like that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That definitely makes sense. And I think we're, we're going down the same lane. We're going down yeah. the same direction, but two different lanes, but it's still the same direction. Okay. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I think it's still like, like you said, in that aspect of it, Yes, if that's the definition of code switching, absolutely, because you're going to adjust adjust to your environment. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who do that well, I feel, are more successful in life. That's just right. my opinion. Yeah. Um, because they know how to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing right now, especially with this day and age, is marketing. Okay. Like, can you market yourself? That's it. Can you market yourself to the audience that you're trying to get to mm-hmm. so that's the biggest thing that I would say for sure um does code switching does it exhaust you at all though uh I wouldn't say so because I feel like if you're talking about at the beginning and you're younger or when you first start to understand that you have to do that to get through certain things yeah but once you get to the point where it's like a natural thing where you know how to just adjust, like rest in peace, my pops, he always told me, and this is the biggest thing I've always taken from him. There's always a time and a place for everything. And I never understood that until I got older. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I get that because like he mentioned, and like I can say, if we're going to call it code switching, you know, we can call it that, but it's one of those things where you do have to adjust to your environment. And even when you talk, in, in, let's talk about the jungle. Whatever adapts to the environment that they're in, they're gonna survive, right? It's the greatest survival, I guess, characteristic to have is adaptability. And I think that kind of correlates to success, you know. Yeah. So I won't lie. Sometimes I'm I come home after work and I'm just I I'm, I don't do anything physically, you know, physical at work. You know what I mean? Right. But sometimes I'm just so mentally exhausted. And I wonder, do I have my limits of just code switching? You know, like <laughs> yeah. after nine or ten hours of this shit, am I just like beat? Right. I mean, yeah. you can be. And I think it'd be more mentally than physically. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't, I don't want to say spiritually. I don't think that's happened to your spirit, but more mentally for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think like, like you say, it's, it's kind of like a another job, you know. We yeah. Clock in and clock out with it, you know. Um, and like I said, the people who know how to turn it on and turn it off at the right times and know how to sustain it for longer periods of times, those are the people who are successful, in my opinion. Yeah. And for the most part, I mean, there's some people who I respect, you know, for a great deal who say, you know, the hell with code switching. Mm-hmm. If, you know, they can't, if I can't adapt to this, I make my own rules. And you want give you a prime example of somebody, bro? Who's that? I just saw a video. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah, that's a great example. I love that dude, man. That's a great example. Anywhere he goes, he's gonna he's, be who he is. Yeah. And people just adapt to just liking him. And that's yeah. one of a kind. Dude, he gotta figure it out. That's a great example, Phil. <laughs> that's a great example, dog. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the goat when it comes to entertainment to the NFL. 
Yeah, for real. Yeah. No, that's a great example. That just makes me think, you know, there's a there's another, you know, group of people who don't have the code switch because the culture of work mm-hmm. is created by like-minded people like them. Mm-hmm. Or the culture, you know, wherever they wherever the places they frequent, they don't have to change because it was built for them. Right. You know what I mean? Um and like what a privilege to have that. Absolutely. You know, you could just be you wherever you go 24 hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think that's the best job ever. Uh, yeah. That's why entertainment right now is one of the. I mean, even some of them got a code switch too. But yeah, they do because they have to meet with you know execs and decision makers, and you they know, act the same way in the street or at a show. Or they might not be like they, you know, they might not portray. They they're portraying someone they're not even. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a lot of the cases. It's a lot yeah, of it's like you know, I, I don't really like to you know wear this type of stuff or speak like this like right. I'm, I, I, I i could show that i'm educated right but no your fan base don't want to hear that exactly. be ignorant you know exactly. that's what sells right so some of them don't even have that um but you know i guess what i was getting at was how how much more impressive it is for someone who has to code switch and still perform at a high level at whatever they do. Oh, I think that's exceptional. That's why... That's double the work, man. Yeah, absolutely. And again, going back to my pops, he used to tell me, these are the things that I understand now, and I'm 33 years old, where he's like, well, remember, don't just do what the coach tell you to do. Go run one or two laps after that, or be two times or three times better than what you need to be. And I never understood that, but I think that was what he was correlating to. You have to do this and this to be where, quote unquote, the the norm is, you know, and that's one of the biggest lessons I think I've learned, and um, and tried to understand in life, and I think that helped me out a lot, even in high school, college, you know, I bro, I hung out with everybody, it didn't matter who it was, what you came from, how you look, you know, I was able to adapt, so. Like you said, they got its privileges, but then it also has a, you know, it's like a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? So it just depends on how you look at it. Cliche pill. I'm gonna start calling you cliche pill. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that boy just took me on a circle of nothing. What you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, my lips. Oh goodness. All right, man. I guess that sound means that it's time to move on to the Man Cave Chronicles. Man Cave Chronicles. Hey, now, you know it's a man, it's man time, so. Yeah, uh, man talk. Know, <laughs> you know, we get a little deep fellas pay attention. Ladies, <laughs> if you want some free game, you know. It um, is, huh? You know. <laughs> All right. So the topic is women making the first move or being the aggressor. What's your thoughts on it? Bro, like, I don't know, man, like, I'm I'm not going to lie, like, I'm the type of guy where, like, I like that. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. like the woman to make the first move. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't mind doing it either. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm that dude where, hey, if you're going to make the first move, I like that. Like, I'm down with it. But I was going to ask you, though, like, a, 
are some men different? Like, are you different? Like, would you rather be the aggressive? Because, like, I'm, like, a passive-aggressive kind of guy when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I actually, I don't mind it. I think it's, it's, it's it, it makes the lady stand out to me, you right. know, because it is different. Right. Um, I have heard, you know, men mentioned before that they're a little drawn back from the woman because, you know, they wonder, is this something that she always does? You know what I mean? Is she a little loose? But, bro, like, my thing is this. Like, I think you can kind of tell it based mm-hmm. off of maybe the conversation before or, you know, maybe encounters y'all had before. I don't know if it's one or two. I don't know how many we talking, but you know, my thing is, you should be able to read that. You know, and not saying you're going to read it all the time. Because yeah. that'll be just a false narrative to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to know. But at the same time, you can kind of know, like, when it's been a while, bro. Like, I don't know. We've all had our experiences long, 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 long time ago where, you know, you kind of read that. And it's like, I, I see she kind of, it, it, it's been built up for a while. You know what I mean? So, I think it just depends on, you know, you having the conversation and I guess the encounters, in my opinion. Dog, you are a master at the circle of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't tell me. Look, all right. So Ron lost. What did you say, dog? Give me give that to me in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is this. I'm cool with the woman being the aggressor, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to look at it as, well, she do this all the time. That's not going to be my first instinct. Okay, then. Like, yeah, no, I feel it. I'm with you. To me, I'm like, you know what? This lady, she's she's a boss. She knows what she wants. Right. That's my first thought. You know what I mean? She knows what she wants. She go get it. I kind of respect that. And I think it takes more courage for a woman to do it than a man to do it. Because from yeah. a man, like, it's expected. You know right. I mean? like, and we've been yeah. turned down hundreds of times, so it don't matter. Right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, right. But when a woman gets turned down, bro, that could be life-changing. Like, yeah, for real. That could be something where they'll never do it again. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard guys where they do turn it down. Like, yeah, I mean, I think we've all been there where we turned it down, and hey, bro, you, I mean, you never know the effects of it. But like you said, I'm not. My first thought is not going to be, well, she do this all the time. That's not going to be my first. Yeah, I think it's brave. To okay, be. so it doesn't really intimidate you, though. No, I wouldn't say intimidation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, I'm gonna be logical, and you know, it's gonna be in the back of the back of the back of my mind. Yeah, you know, like any human being. But at the same time, that's not gonna be my first like instinct you know what i mean so all right would you say you prefer or would do you kind of prefer the traditional route where you make the first move oh i prefer bro i ain't gonna lie. oh you I, prefer I, a woman I, to yeah, make, yeah, just I, make it easy like, on you yeah like especially because i think bro and i think you know we uh we in man chronicles right now so mm-hmm. you know fellas we talking man we never know what a woman want like let's mm-hmm. be real yeah like I, you don't really know until Hey, she give you the, this is what I want. And I'm just the type of person where, hey, make it clear for me. Like, I'm a visual learner, so. Yeah, most you know. most guys just want you to just make it clear. And that's one thing I definitely tell. I tell my wife all the time, yo, just lay it out for me. You don't want me guessing. Cause you, right. <laughs> you have me, if you want me, if I end up guessing, I'm probably going to guess wrong. And I don't want to piss you off or hurt your feelings. So just uh, tell me. 
I'm the same way because I'm gonna try to ask you questions. You're gonna be aggravated. I'm asking you questions, and I'm just like, all right. So, where do where are we at right now? <laughs> at Word. the end, so. Word. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, then that's cool to know. Then I I, I wasn't sure if you were gonna be if that was something you prefer, but that's I dope. mean, just conversation that you've had in the past, and not to go down the rabbit hole. Have you heard mm-hmm. guys say like, man, I'd rather just no, I'd that's it. Me do it. Yeah, no, that's the only thing I've heard that kind of turned guys off from women, you know, making the first move is that, you know, they kind of think that, no, this woman must be promiscuous or that, you know, that type of lady. She probably always does stuff like this. So I never heard it does turn some guys off. Like you say, you can kind of pick up on the vibe of what the lady's like. So, right, you know, right. she's a lady. You kind of pick up on the vibe. She's a lady of the, the night type, you know what I mean? Exactly. Or she's, you know, a wholesome lady, so. Yeah, I think it just depends on the situation, just like you said. So, all right, 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 for sure. So we can go ahead and move into our last topic of the night, man. Family business. This is family business. Family business, not family business, but family business. That means serious. No, word up. <laughs> so, what family traditions did you grow up with? Or, you know, family activities that you grow with that you want to implement into your household? Um, Man, the biggest thing, I think, for me on my side, and I, we've actually, it's still a current thing that we're doing. And I think it's been over 20 years. Mm-hmm. But we do this thing uh, around Christmas time called, you know, the annual Christmas party. Right. And, you know, this is actually the time where no matter where you live, how far you live, if you haven't seen anybody all year, this is the one event you're going to come to. Okay. And it gives everybody the opportunity to see everybody at least one time a year. And I know we can obviously do better when it comes to that, but you know, I always look forward to that as a kid where it's like, we're going to have that one opportunity where I see that cousin or that Mm. uncle or that auntie I haven't seen. And you know, since last year, I would say that Christmas time, Christmas party, you will see family. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's something I know you have. You know, you have one brother, a couple cousins. Is that something that is going to fall on your shoulders, fall on your older cousins, fall on your brother? Who's who's kind of the the one that's expected to keep that tradition going? Gotcha. Well, I think to kind of transition and where you know it's left the you know the uncles and aunties and uh you know it's down to the the nephews. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting together a couple of things. You know, putting that little twist on it for the quote unquote, as they say, old school, um, mm-hmm. you know, generation. And, you know, I think we go back and forth, but eventually, yeah, it's going to be something where I know myself, me personally, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to definitely keep that going. Um, it actually started out with my, at, at our house, my pops. Oh, okay. Um, kind of put it together with my mom's mother. Um, both of them rest in peace. And, I always thought that was cool to just to have that, you know, hosting that family for the one time, you know. Right, because this is um, that's your that this event is on your mom's side of the family, right? Right, it's on my mom's side. And mm-hmm. the crazy thing is, like, even some people from uh, some years over the past twenty or so, some of my dad's family it's gotten that big where they come just for that event, you know. Oh, okay. Man. So it, it it's turned into something where like every year, you know, you have a, you know, unexpected not unexpected but a. Ex- unexpected guest that comes with a family friend or, you know, a new girlfriend, a boyfriend, a new engagement, you know. Uh, So it's always a big announcement and it's always something, man. So it's it's, it's special. I definitely say that. 
Speaking of which, that's an intimidating time to be all the family at once, dog. Type of events <laughs> when you the you know the outsider. Ugh. Hey, it is crazy because you know we actually every year we have a story about that, and it's always you know you know a good story. The person who actually is involved, they laugh about it at the end, but mm. you know not the awkward moment, but it's always that aha moment. Like okay. Mm. Cause you they know your ass around. is getting, yeah, your ass is getting judged off for real, bro. You know, as soon as you walk in the door, it's like, who are you? Already, and you, and you better have been raised right, bro. You better know how to, you know, navigate and move. <laughs> you better be saying hello, greeting everybody when you first walk in the door. Because you know how that is, especially right. in, you know, in, in our community, that's big. Like you know, yeah, yeah. speak when you come in, right? And you gonna eat, so yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't eat too much, too, though, you know? Right, right. <laughs> you got to be gonna, just enough. Nah, they perfect amount. Right. Uh, you got to be the perfect amount. Yeah, they you eat too much, you're greedy. You, eat, you don't eat enough, you're bougie. So, hey. Hey, but make sure you try everything, though. Don't yeah. not yeah. take nothing, Yeah. Hey, That's and we give you our free game right now. If you're going to. Future in law, you never met them, you know. Yeah, try everything, please. Yeah, yeah. just just get a little bit. Yeah, this and don't cool. don't be making no crazy faces. <laughs> Go to follow. Yeah, yeah. But I was talk. gonna ask you, uh, what's what's one? Um, I would say thing that you're doing, you know, because I I know it was just you. So did you guys have a, you know, an affair yeah. or yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we we had a we're big on family reunions, uh, mainly my dad's side of family, um, but you know because my mom and dad grew up in the same little town, mm-hmm. my mom's side of family would come along too, so everybody knew everybody. But you know, outside of family reunions, I would say the family tradition that we had kind of in my household, just me, my mom, and dad, um, mm-hmm. were were the summer vacations. And, okay, y'all yeah. Did that? Yeah, like actual road trip, like load up the car and we're like going for a month, bro. And I mean, nice. yeah, and we're just all over the U.S., man. So that actually, you know, changed my life because I grew up in such a small town, you know, mm-hmm. that just, you know, really showed me the world is so much bigger. Right. And right. so that actually like struck a travel bug in me, you know, that was my, you know, that's my one thing, like traveling. So, um that's like really where that started at. So I definitely want to do that with my my family um, because those are some of the greatest memories I have in my life. Like bar none, bro. Just being that's in that. That's pretty cool, though. That's, yeah. That's Just tight. riding the back of that Volvo. That's my parents <laughs> playing Al Green. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm playing with my, my Game Gear and Game Boys and just looking at all these, you know, sites and national monuments and you know it's definitely life-changing man be able to come back you know to school you know after summer vacation over and you know be able to actually read about these places and say i've been like it's it's different so man i bet you was the kid that always had a story like everybody's around your locker when it was like i had some for you if you wanted to chat (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing though man And, and you know just to keep I always think, man, keeping traditions always just amazing to me, bro. Because yeah, you know those things can be broken so easily, but uh, goodness, to keep yeah. that stuff up, like mm-hmm. 
And, and you said you're going to do that with yours. Now it's going to be a certain age where you start. Like, was it a certain age? Y'all start yeah, with? yeah. And I, I, th- I think my parents did the perfect thing. Like, it was around seven to eight years old. Because to me, you can actually remember things more, you know? Um, yeah. Like, even, like, you know, we're going to Orlando. Someone, or next month, someone mentioned, like, oh, you know, you're going to take Kennedy to Disney World. I'm like, yeah, it'd really be like a, a waste because she has no idea what's going on. She'll never remember it. You know? Right, right. So I was like, no, nah, we'll wait till she's a little older and actually know who Mickey and Minnie Mouse, you know, who that is. And that makes sense. That's kind of the perfect age where, you you know, you eager anyway, seven, eight, you know, you yeah. want to learn. You trying to right, exactly. Out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Exactly. Now, do you remember the first place y'all went or one of the places that stood out to you? Yeah, so I got first big road trip was from um, North Florida, Terry, Florida, all the way out to San Francisco, California. Y'all drove? Drove, dog. Oh, my God. Now, how many times y'all stopped, though? Oh, it would be like a whole month, so we definitely take our time, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, parents would take out like a month and a half, bro. So I guess, you know, it was just fortunate that they could even do that, but life was so much simpler, so... You weren't living life in a rush back then. You know, life is different now, you know, mm-hmm. just is, you know, with technology. So right. it would be definitely be harder to have something like that. But, um, you know, just doing what you can for sure. But, yeah, I, I remember that, man. And my dad did all the driving, dog. He just wanted me what? and my mom. Yeah, he just wanted my mom and I just to soak it in and just, you know, man, just see everything. Man, though, man. Yeah. See, that's what you call a father and a provider, bro. Word up, bro. I don't want to get sentimental or nothing, but, yeah. bro, like, it's just stuff like that that we need to, you know, glamorize in our community because, mm-hmm. you know, people look at it, I don't, I don't want to say weak, but people look down upon it, and it's like, mm-hmm. that's the stuff we need to glorify. That's the stuff we need to talk about. That's the Judge. Stuff we need to stop and say, hey, man, like, I like that. Like, yeah. They can't be known instead of just skipping over it. So, man, I I, I, I like that for sure. You even gave me an idea too, shoot. Yeah, man. Just, you know, just by exposing your kids, man, just letting them know their world's bigger, you know what I mean, in their in their little city, you know what I mean? <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's key because the more you see, the more you learn, man, the more yeah. you get ahead, especially at a young age. I bet yeah. you were ahead. I knew. I knew you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you, it just makes things more attainable too, you know. It's like, oh, like I see the Eiffel Tower on TV, like, oh, I can go to that, you know? That's realistic yeah. for me, you know? Right, and it's yeah. not a dream or... Yeah. Hey, yo, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, oh, that's dope, man. So, yeah, we can go ahead and get out of here, man. You got any shout-outs this week, my boy? Oh, man. Um, I was actually really thinking about this because I didn't want to make this long or, you know, have <laughs> a speech like every week. I know y'all look forward All right. to this. Um, but, no, um... First and foremost, man, I'm going to still shout out my boy Chris Paul, man. Um, no, I, 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 I know he came up a little short, but I got a feeling he's going to get through it and get one. I don't know how he's going to get it, but he's going to get him one. So, we'll see. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Who else I got, man? I don't want to make it generic. I'm going to make it short, too. Shout out to family. Um. You know, I'm going to have some uh, big news coming soon. So I want everybody to stay tuned. And, um, yeah, man, I'm going to keep it short like that, man. I'm going to keep it short. I'm on that same boat, bro. Short and sweet for me this (laughs) week. I want to give a shout-out to my wife, Vidi. Happy Mm -hmm. birthday. 
Yes, sir. Uh, I want to give a shout out to LeBron James, man. He became the first NBA player to earn one billion dollars in career earnings. Ooh. Goat. That's goat <laughs> shit right there, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are out of here, man. So the sign off message for the week is also short, simple, and to the point. So y'all enjoy that. And we're back at y'all next week. Yes, sir. Peace. Fulfill your dreams. And if people don't like it, f*** them. Including your significant other, your children, your parents. F*** them. If they're not with us, they're against us. F*** them. Thank you, thank you. It has been another episode of Washed Up Boys. It's your boy C. Rose. It's your boy KG. And we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your cousin, tell your... Gee, I ain't forgetting nobody, right? You all good, my brother. Alright, man. So tune in next week. We're gonna have another crazy episode. And we are out. Peace!